0: Glory to God. Did you all have a good week? How many people have got to come to Week Increase? Oh, yeah. Well, good news, if you missed it, it's online. Thank you, Lord. It's right there where you need it to be. And, it is, uh, in, and you don't want to miss the Word, especially. Um, every night was good, and even if you couldn't be here, um, you want to get a hold of that. He did um, really... Uh, the Lord opened up uh, his goodness in his, as, as the good shepherd. And, uh, he, you know, he, he leads us, he guides us, he gives to us, he takes care of us. He's a good God. You know, if, uh, if you were questioning that at any time, um, you, need, you need to get a hold of it. You need, to, you need to listen to this word. You need to get it in you and let, and let it just permeate every part of you because uh, you'll see and you'll know how good your good father is. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. You know, I was um, f- a few, uh, well, it's been probably months ago now, but I was watching a show. Uh, I think it was uh, um, Undercover Boss. <laughs> yeah, Undercover Boss. That's kind of fun. <clears throat> I don't think I could do very good. I couldn't under- undercover because, first of all, I'm not the boss. But, <clears throat> so. But I don't think either one of our bosses could undercover very well either. So we might catch them. But I was was watching this show, and I didn't know the person that they were doing. It was called Celebrity Undercover Boss or something like that. And this girl starts talking and still didn't know who she was and found out her job was she was an influencer. That was her job. She made millions of dollars or lots of dollars. I don't know, I won't say them. I don't know how she made. She made a lot of money influencing people. She's an influencer. I didn't even know there was such a thing. <laughs> Did y'all know that? That there's a job out there, where you just have to go on your computer screen from your home and influence people to buy and do things, right? Because you buy and do things. Yep. Right? Yep. Now I'm going to tell you if as long as it's just a product or something, but you know what, you start influencing people to do stupid things, you're not going to be a very good influence, are you? And and the truth is that this person was, I mean, people knew her. Millions of people knew who she was from watching her on social media. And they were influenced to do things, right? And come to find out, this is actually a thing. And I, I looked it up online, and... There's, a, there's, there's, there's levels of it. Let's uh, see if I can read it. Yeah, there's a uh, nano-influencer. A nano-influencer. They have a 1,000 to 10,000 followers. Right? They're just a nano-influencer. They're only influencing a little bit of people. Huh? Yeah, nano-influencer. There's a micro-influencer. They, they influence about 10,000 to 100,000. There's a macro-influencer. There are 100,000 to a million people that they're influencing, huh? And there is a mega, a mega influencer. That are, and the thing about it is, is what are they influencing you to do? Amen? Now, I've got to be honest with you. I was sitting there thinking, now, what would I do if I could influence that many people at one time? What would I influence them to and we'd influence them to the gospel, wouldn't we? Yes. wouldn't we? Wouldn't our influence be, we want to influence you to know Jesus. Yes. We, our influence on you, we want to tell you how good he is. We want to show you how good. We, we are truly designed to be influencers. Yes. We, we are. And we, we should all be macro-influencers. In, macro mm-hmm. Amen? And, 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 we, and you know, a lot of people say, well, yeah, you've got to do this. And you, you know what you've got to do? Love. The greatest influence we will ever have in this earth is love. Amen? Because, you know, people, people, remember the people that came to Jesus and they said, and Jesus said, they'll say, Lord, Lord, and they'll say, didn't we do this? And didn't we do that? Did you know that none of those things are fruits of the Spirit, what they said they were doing? Why? Because they weren't doing it. It was works. The, the things that we influence in this earth worth are not designed to be prophesying. That's not influence. Healing, not influence. Love is influence. Mercy is influence. The good things of God. Look at this. Um, we, we won't even start where I was going to start. We'll start at a different place. Uh, Matthew 5. This is Jesus talking. Matthew 5, verse 3. How many of you know Jesus' greatest influencer ever to walk the earth? He's still influencing people today. Right? I'm, if you're not influenced by him, I hope by the end of the day you'll be so in, you'll be under the influence of Jesus Christ. Right? You, you'll be so far in that now you're under the influence and you cannot get away. Right? You're now addicted and it's not something you can ever get get through with or buy with and and this is this is his desire that, that we be, yeah, I remember when I first came back to God and we started, I was so, I could not wait to leave work and go teach Bible study. I could not wait for the next Saturday that we picked up those kids and took them to the, to the Hidden Bluff place. And I could not wait to do the things of God because of the, I, I was and still am addicted to doing good things for God. Not because I want to say, Lord, didn't I do this? I want to say, Lord, thank you for allowing me to use and, and walk in your love and walk by faith and, and, and bring people to know you, to influence them in any way. Because it was, it was so much fun. You know, now I think this girl was having a blast. I mean, on the, on the computer, you don't even have to leave your house. Right, for all I know, she was she did she had probably old cut-up jeans because all they showed was the top of her head, and she's influencing people. How many know that Brother Moore, through, or God through Brother Moore, is influencing people with free materials? All Kim just read, right? That's influence. He's influencing them to to go deeper into the things of God, influencing them to to look at Him as the Good Shepherd, showing them that He is good and only good. Amen? These, these are good things. And, and, and as we walk in our daily lives, we'll either be an influence one way or the other. Yeah. Yep, yep. One way or the other. You'll be an influence. And, and that's, what, that's what Jesus is talking about. You know, he's, he's looking in Matthew 5. Now remember, this is the start of a long message that he preached. This starts in chapter 5 and ends in chapter 7. In chapter 5 he starts, a Blessed are the poor in spirit... ...are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you you when men shall revile you and persecute you... ...and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And then look at the very next next verse. You are the salt of the earth. Who's he talking about? He's talking about us, but he's talking about blessed. Everybody he just talked about. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed. Why? They're the salt of the earth. Why? Because you're the ones that are are taking on the influence of God. But when, when he goes to Blessed are the merciful. What are, what are you saying? You're, 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 you're taking on the influence of God. You're blessed, and you shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, because you shall see God. And these are the people. You know, that's why later on in this, in, in, in this very message, that's where he, why he says to these people, I didn't know you. you yeah, you healed. Yeah, you, you prophesied. But I didn't know you. Why? Because you weren't this. Why? This is the things that are born out of love and then healing is born from them. Did you know healing is the, the greatest act of mercy ever given? The greatest act of mercy is healing. Glory to God. And and just to heal and then say, well, Lord, didn't I heal? Did you act in mercy? Right? What did he say? He said you, in, in Corinthians 13, he said, you can give away everything you have you you can give everything you have give your body up to be burned and if you have not love if you have not love yep. and, and and you know th- this is so many times what what a works mentality will get us to a works mentality will get us to well i did this i did that when when god's saying your greatest influence in this earth will be your actions and your reactions through grace grace is defined as the divine influence on our hearts and our actions accordingly. Amen? So the grace of God is His divine influence on your heart. It's not just that He influenced and you're saved, it's that He influences you to do good, to, to be good, to to offer things, to, to give mercy, to love. You know, um, if you go on in this chapter even, well, in verse thirteen. Did we get that far? Go to verse thirteen. It says, "You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its savor, if if you put salt on your food and it had no flavor, would it influence your food at all? Yeah. No. Oh, if it had no flavor, oh, it, it just have. It just it, the only influence it have is it tastes like it had some sand on there." Oh. <laughs> Right, and you'd make it a little gritty because it doesn't have any flavor, right? And, and if it loses its flavor, wherewith will it be salted? But 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 salt is designed to have influence on what you put it. In. It's designed to preserve. It's designed to keep. It, it, it's not the source. It is part of the source. Amen. And, and and when we put it on things, and then and then then it says, um, in the next it says, you're the light. Of the... Do you know that he's still talking? About blessed or the poor in spirit, he started with this. This is the message, because there's no break in between that. There's no way he said, okay, I'm done with blessed, I'm done with rejoice. Now we 'll start talking about everyone else is the light of the world. No, you're the light of the world when you're blessed. When, when, when you're the merciful, when you're the kind, when, you, when you're the one that's walking in love, you're, you are influencing people everywhere you go. You're at a restaurant, and if you're walking in love, you'll influence somebody that day. Yeah. Yep, yep. Amen? Yes, and and, and if, you, if you walk in the kindness and goodness of God, and if you, if you walk in the joy that He puts in us, then you'll stand out. And if you stand out, people will say, what's wrong with that person? Yeah, or what, why is that person so kind? Well, you know, the person behind me is yelling at me, and the person in front of me is helping me. Right? Both stood out, and both were an influence. Right? right? They were both an influence. One, one made you want to quit your job, and the other made you thankful you were there that day. Right? And, but, but it's, it's going to be the amount of love that you show in that moment. It's going to be the amount of love that you allow God to work in and through you that's going to make you stand out or give you influence in, the, in that area. Amen? And, and, and if, if you're operating in the grace that he's given, we'll have that influence. Amen? In other words, filled with the Spirit is being fully influenced by God. Remember what he said? He said, and they were all filled with the Spirit and began speaking in other tongues. Why? They were completely influenced by God and they began speaking languages they didn't know. When you're completely influenced by God, by the God of love, the Spirit of love, then then you'll start doing things. Why? Because now these people were hearing the gospel in their own language. Immediately translations happened just like that. That's even quicker than we got them. Right? Jesus said, I'm going to put this word out today. And every person that was filled with the Holy Spirit, fully influenced by the Spirit of God, were now speaking a tongue in a language they didn't know, but somebody in the crowd knew it. And now they could hear about the good things of God in their own language in immediate because of the influence of the Holy Spirit. When we're influenced by God and the things of God, we operate. It's not just about... What what if they say, well, didn't we speak in tongues? That's not going to do it. That's not going to be enough. Besides that, if you're standing before God, don't start telling Him about the works that He gave you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's time to get on your knees and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I'm here. Thank you that I made it. Thank you for everything you allowed me to do. Thank you for anything you gave me that I missed. Thank you, Lord. It's not time to start telling him about your works. Because the truth of the matter is, if he knows you, he won't need to hear about your works because he's the one that sent you to do them. Amen? Glory to God. And in all this, and then he comes on down in the chapter and he says in, in, uh, in verse 16, what's he say? He says, so let your light... In other words, if you're meek, be meek. Be meek. If you're, if you're merciful, be merciful. Let that light shine. Before all men, in other words, don't, don't go one place and change and go here, and that's not, that's, not, that's not influence. Influence all the time. Be who God made you to be, and, and walk as the blessed that you are, and be the salt. Be the light, and let that light shine. Because nobody takes a light. Uh, uh, how many know that a light under a barrel ain't helping nobody? It's not, it's not showing anybody the way? And it's not showing anybody what's in their way. That's what a light's designed to do. It's designed to show you the way and what's in your way. Amen? And if it's under a barrel, it's doing you no good. And and, and what he's saying is, he's saying, let this light shine. Let let your meekness be known. Let your purity... Because when you have... He said the pure in heart, the blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What's he saying? He's not saying they'll go to heaven and see God. They will see God. one. He's saying they'll understand. They'll be able to look and know his heart. They'll be able to see things that other people aren't seeing. Why? Because they're only looking because they love. What a pure heart. They They don't have any ulterior motives. They're looking because they love God. They're they're prophesying because they love God. They're healing because they love God. They're doing these things because they love God. And because they love God, they love people. Why? Because the love of God is now in them and they can't stop themselves because the influence of God, the greatest influence of God is love. And when He shed abroad, it, He completely influenced your heart. And you became an addict. And and you began to love people that you didn't even think you could love. Glory to God. But you could. Why? Because it's not your love. He put his love in you. He said, I don't want that old corrupted, influenced by the world love. Right? If if you ever listen to people talk about love that don't know God, they talk about, well, I love them because they do this. Aren't you glad God doesn't say that about you? Because there was a day where He loved me when I was doing absolutely nothing for Him. Right? But in the world, you've got to be doing... So, why? It's a corrupted love. It's a love that depends on something else. It's a, it's a love that's got to have something else or, or it, it won't help you. And actually, it's a love that will go away when you're not doing... Right? What it loved you for in the first place. Amen? And, and But the love of God... It's shed in your heart, and it's unfailing. In other words, it will never quit loving people, even when it's not loved back. It will not quit loving. It cannot quit being love. Glory to God. And, that, and that's the place to be. And he said, he said, shine that light. Let that light shine before men. Let them see your mercy. Let them see your purity. Let them see your meekness. Let them see... The, the what what, you, what i've put in you so that they'll see your good works what are your good works works done out of mercy works done out of meekness works done out of purity of heart right they're not they're not works you have to mention fact is a lot of the works we do in this earth we'll never know cuz the ones you know sometimes you tell people about then you then you're fasting like this oh, i'm fasting leave me alone I'm suffering for Jesus. (laughs) I remember the first time God asked me to fast three days, I almost passed out. (laughs) I'm like, three days without food? (laughs) I'm like, goodness, Lord. And I know people who go 40, and I mean, what? Why can they do that? Because they love God, right? They're, They're influenced more by God than they are by food. Amen. I'm getting there. <laughs> if he ever asked me to do forty, I'll be like, oh Lord. <laughs> no. He no, won't do that. <laughs> Glory to God. But 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 the works, don't don't worry about who sees them. Don't worry about who knows about them. Because the Lord knows he gave them to do it. He gave you to do it. Yes. And it's not about standing up and saying, Oh, but I'm doing this and I'm doing that. That's like people that are believing God for something and they say, well, Lord, I went to church. I put the Scriptures on my, on my refrigerator. I read them every morning. You're not believing in the love of God. It's the love of God that heals you. It's the mercy of God. Not what you do. It's what you do through the love of God because of the love of God. And when He tells you to do something if you are sick, you do it out of obedience of your, for your love of God. Amen? Amen? There's nothing more powerful in all this earth than the love of God. Because He is love. And so love created all this earth. Glory to God. And, and when we're influenced by that, it, we're, we're a whole different person. Look at then uh, let your light shine before me and then go to Matthew 5.45. And remember the verses before Matthew 45. He starts talking about if someone smites you on the cheek. Now, if you're standing in a crowd of people, somebody comes and hits you across the cheek, most everybody in that circle is going to say, why didn't you smack them back? Mm -hmm. I'd have smacked them back good. Mm -hmm. Right? But God says, I want you to do something you couldn't do. I want you to do something that only my love could do. I, I, I want you to take that and turn it on them. And offer them the other cheek. Glory to God. Not many people want to do that. You know, we're not even raised to do that. Right? I remember my dad and I went to school and he said, somebody hits you, hit him back, son. <laughs> well, he wasn't right, but that's what we do. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's not... I mean, I'd have probably thought he was weird at that point if he said, son, if someone hits you, turn the other cheek and let him hit you on the other cheek. I'm a little kid, I would say, "Dad, that would hurt there, and it's going to hurt there." <laughs> but what's he really saying? What's he, what he's really saying to do is, I want you to, to walk under the influence of love so much that your reactions are built out of that love, and you don't react the same way that other people react. Amen. Because that's your influence in the earth. When you don't act like other people act, you you just influence a whole crowd of people that saw. You didn't. Why? What is that? That's the love of God. Wow! Now the love of God is influencing their life. It's infiltrating their 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 heart, and they're saying, "Wow, where can I get that?" Amen. And a lot of people might say, "You know, they've got a choice." You know, remember even when even when it said they might see your that they may see your good works. That means they have to look. You can't make them see it, and that they may glorify the Lord. Doesn't mean they will but you're giving them opportunity. Amen? And, and this, this does, even even you turn your other cheek, they may hit six, six other people the, the same way before they get it. But what if there were six people full of the love of God that would do that all in a row? That might mess with them. Yeah. Right? That might mess with their mind. That might say, what in the world? I've hit this guy. He turned his cheek. I went to this guy. He turned his cheek. I went to this guy. Something's going on with these people. Amen? That's why it's so important to be a giver because people walk and, and you give them something and then they see somebody else and they give them something. They're like, what in the world? This isn't about the money at this point. Why are they doing this? Because they love God. And because they love God, they now have a love for what God loves and He loves us. Amen? And, and it's not something we have to work up. It's something we have. Amen. You, you don't have to love somebody. You know, um, I'm really trying to love you. No, because you don't have to try to love somebody. You just love them. What, what if I woke up every morning and said, "Man, Kim, I sure try to love you." <laughs> How do you think that's gonna make her feel? <laughs> Man, I I sure try to love you. <laughs> that's not that's not it. When, when we tell somebody we love them, it's not a colloquialism, right? right? Is that how you say that? It's not, it's not something we just say, right. it, because in the world today, people tell, "Oh, I just love them. I love that's my friend. I love them. I love." And what they tr- what, what they're trying to do is reduce the influence of God's love with this fake love. It's a form of godliness or loveliness without power. Because God's love has real power. When you love somebody with God's love, you're changing their life or giving them the ability to change it. Amen? And glory to God. So he goes on down to 40, verse 45. In the middle of that, he says, if someone smites you on the cheek, if they, if, they, if they say, walk a mile with me, walk two. If they take your, your coat, give them your shirt. If they, if, if they ask for something, give it to them. And then it says, pray for them, love them, your enemy. What's he saying? He's saying, be something that no one else is. Amen? Influence in areas that nobody else is influencing this way. Use my love to bring my influence into every arena. Because and, and, literally, he says at the end of this, he said, if you love only those that love you, what have you done? Don't even... The publicans do this. In other words, the world is doing that. Anyone can do that. But only God's people, only people influenced by the Holy Spirit, filled with the love of God in their heart, can actually love people who are their their enemies. You know, he he talks about if they take you to court, give it up. People don't like that. What do you mean? Don't, just pay it. Let them have it. <laughs> it. gets quiet when you start talking about that. <laughs> I'll let God deal with you on that. Oh, I gave you all the influence you could take today on that. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> well, let me influence you this way. Court, no fun. Money can get more. Amen. Right? Yes, we serve a big God. He'll make it up to you. If he says, leave it be, leave it be. Amen? Because the people will say, why would you do that? Because I say, love you. You just got influence. You just have in, just got some influence in that area. And, and they'll think about that for their whole life. Amen? It will be a testimony someday in church. But he he says, do this, and he said, that you may be children of your Father. In other words, that you can be like me. The greatest influence we can be in this earth is to be like him. It's to be what he's called us to be, to do what he's called us to do out of his goodness. You're out of His love. We're not doing it on our own. That's what, that's what these other guys were doing. Didn't we do it in your name? Didn't we, did you do it in my love? Did you do it out of my love? Or did you do it so you could tell me you did it? Right? Wrong. Wrong? I mean, I'm sure the people who got healed are still happy, but it didn't, it didn't help anybody because it's not what God said to do. He said, For if you love them which love you, what reward do you have? If you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans do this? Be ye therefore complete, perfect, whole, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Do you know that it's perfect to love those who don't love you back? It's perfect. It's perfect to pray for your enemies. Yeah. It's perfect to have mercy on someone that would never have mercy on you. It's perfect not to judge. It's perfect to forgive. It's perfect. Love is perfect. When that which is perfect has come, then we'll walk in it. Amen? Perfect is love. That's what he was talking about. What was was perfect? Love. It's chapter 13, 1 Corinthians. Glory to God. Love is perfect. It, it it won't do wrong at any time it won't react wrong it won't and that's what he, that his grace was born out of his love and it's the it's his divine influence on your heart and your actions according to it so so his grace saves you and makes you thankful and when you're thankful that is a divine influence on your heart unthankful people have no divine influence on their heart They are not, unthankful people are not looking at grace for what it is. Right? Why? Because they have no gratitude for what God did. They may talk all day about what they're doing, but they've forgotten everything about what God did. He saved you from hell. He brought you out. He, within grace is everything in, that you will ever need in this earth to keep you from corrupt influences. It is the greatest influence of God, and now it's in your life. And, and, and there's nothing except you that can keep it from abounding. Right? Because right? Well, like when I was saved... It was what you, what you needed to get to heaven. So for many, many years, I had a ticket to heaven. Grace, like you just put a big thing about this big, put grace on it, put it in your pocket, because you're not going to need it again until you go to heaven, <laughs> right? Stick it in your pocket, make sure you don't lose it, right? Right, I took it to every party with me. Yeah, yeah, I was that stupid. Yeah. Well, I, I I got grace. I'm good. That's right. I'm good. I can do whatever I want now. I got grace. Ticket going. No matter what happens, eventually, somehow, I'll end up in heaven. Right. Got my ticket right here. Right. Yep. <laughs> Anybody else raised that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and go out and do all kinds of stupid things. Come on. Oh Lord, forgive me. <laughs> forgive me until I go back out tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm so thankful for your grace. No, you're not thankful for that grace. You're not one bit thankful for that grace. Or you'd really delve in and find out what that grace is. When I became thankful for grace, I found out what was in grace. And I still can't find it all. Why? Because it is the heart of God. Amen? And by faith... We can believe God and grab hold of everything that that grace gives us and the influence it puts in our life. It influences us to be well. It influences us to be whole. It influences us to to be merciful. It's God's ability in you. Amen? And, And we should be thankful every day of our life that we have the favor of God working on us, in us, and through us, Amen. It, 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 uh, and that's that's where people miss grace. They get it in them, right? and then they leave. There we go, going to heaven. Glory <laughs> to God, going to heaven one day. Don't know what I'm going to do till then, but I'm going to heaven one day. Don't know why I need to go to church anymore because I'm going to heaven. You wonder why so many people quit church? They're going to heaven. They got everything they needed from church. Wrong! Aren't you glad one day when you found out that the Word of God was available to influence your life every day of the week? Yes. And that when you come and listen and hear and fellowship with His people, that you gain the, the very DNA, the very heart of God, and you walk out the doors the, the changed person you were supposed to be. Yep. Amen? Amen? A lot of new people sure act old. Right? Man, I, I got—I I said, man, I'm a new creature. Let's go out and do this. That's what I did when I was old. New creatures should have new influences. They should be influenced by the new things of God, by by the things of God, and not the things of the world. Um, look at First Peter. I think. Whew, this is good. And the Lord helps us. I'm going to listen to it later and see how good it is. Second <laughs> Peter, Second Peter, one, verse four, It says in the King James, "says whereby are given unto us great and precious promises, that by these we might be partakers of His divine nature." Glory to God. You can be a we we are partakers of the very nature of God. You know, a lot of people think that's good, but then they don't really partake because the divine nature of God loves the unlovable, right? It's kind to the unthankful, right? <laughs> yeah, that that's what he's saying, that's what he's saying to be like, and that's how. Being influenced by his divine nature is how you keep from being influenced by the corruption that's in the world through lust. Do we have the complete English version? Yeah. Maybe it's not the complete English. Here, I'll read the one I've got. It says C.E.V. Let's go for it. It says... uh, it says um, God made great and marvelous promises so that his nature would become part of us. Then we could escape the evil, our, our evil desires and the corrupt influences of this world. What's he saying? I'm going to give you this so that it influences you every day of the week. Right? Remember, if you read the book of Acts, every time it says they went out full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Well, they were completely under the influence of faith and the Holy Spirit. They walked out completely. There was no, there was no doubt. There was no, there was no fear. They were in, when Peter spoke that day, it said, He, he full of, full of the Holy Spirit, and he said... Why did it say that? Because it wanted you to know that what he's getting ready to say is the very heart of God because it's under the complete influence of God. Because when you're under the influence of the Spirit, you're under the influence of God. Amen? And we don't have, when you're under the influence of the Spirit, when you're walking in the Spirit, if you will, then, the, then the, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And you know what happens? You begin to bear fruit. And it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit are healing or prophesying, does it? It's love. It's peace. It's joy. Kindness. Well, uh, yeah, I don't have them in a row, but they're, they're all unselfish and towards other people things. Amen? Amen? Because why? Because healing is done out of love. Healing is done out of kindness. Healing is done out of mercy. Right? When we prophesy, we should prophesy according to love. According to the Word of God. According to what God gives us. The Spirit that we're full of. Amen? The Spirit of love. Amen? Go to Ephesians. We might be getting closer to closing than I think. Ephesians 4. No, I'm wrong. Not Ephesians 4. Ephesians five. Ephesians five. Verse 18. Be not under the influence. Isn't that what they say you are when you're drunk? And and you know you truly are. If you you know not that I ever knew anything about this, but You know, one thing God told me, and it is really important to know, He said, never glorify your past life. Use it as a testimony, but never glorify it. It was not godly, it won't help anybody, and you don't want people to think anything good of it. And it was nothing good. I wasted years that I could have been doing stuff like this, not doing stuff like this. Right? I wasted years in selfishness, in my own lust, in doing my own things, right and people say well they weren't bad you just went fishing. you went fishing and you'd be at a party yeah they were awful things why they took me away from god anything that takes you away from god kids teenagers are you listening anything that separates you from god is a bad 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 thing and you want to run from it Amen. as fast and as hard as you can because you will waste Years of your life not knowing the Father that loves you this much. Not receiving from that grace that He put on your life. You will waste time. And you'll put yourself in a very dangerous position. Glory to God. But when you're under the influence of anything in the world, drinking, drugs, money... People say, "Well, I'm glad I never got drunk." But you, but I was sure covetous, right? When you're under the influence of money, you're being completely directed by money, right? I've had people come to me and say, "I got to move because I can make five dollars an hour more down here." Is that a leading? I remember when the house market went up. You know, the the, you know, we were ta- I was talking to Brother Moore one day. I said, "Yeah, man." I'd be- Even been thinking, you know, the market's going up. I'm thinking about selling my house. He said, is that a leading? (laughs) I said, no, sir, thank you. (laughs) I'll take my direction with two lumps of sugar. (laughs) Glory to God. But but when you're being influenced by that and that alone, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Because what's influencing you are the things... That, that you've experienced that you think are right, that, and and it's your flesh, and it's selfish, and and it's contrary. The way you know it the best is it's completely contrary to God's Word. Anything you would do is completely contrary to what God would do. He would do the exact opposite of what you're doing. Right? And He says, He says, and that's why He says in here, He says, don't be Don't be drunk with wine. In other words, don't be drunk or under the influence of anything else. Don't don't have excess in any other area. And then he says, but be filled. And, of course, God's word filled is super abundant. It's it's filled to overflowing. it's, It's so much you can't stand it. Why do you think they spoke? No, they couldn't do anything else. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other tongues. And and when he begins to fill you, he he says, I don't want you in, in excess anywhere else. Because be filled with my spirit because it's already excessive. And when you're filled with the excessive spirit of God then you are completely influenced by what He has going, by what He's got you doing. You no longer go this way. I mean, even look at the next verse. The, the people say, well, when I'm, when I'm drunk, I just sing, and I'm so happy. When you get, when you get filled with the Spirit, you will speak to yourself, right? right yeah. That's what drunk people do. Except for you don't have to get drunk. You don't have to be stupid. You can be wise. And you can, do, you can speak to yourself in psalms and hymns and, and, and spiritual songs. You can sing and make melody in your heart to God. Amen. You know, I was telling people the other night on a Friday night, we were kind of singing some few songs and thinking about that. And I was talking about my mom. She hummed a song everywhere she went. She was either humming a song, and it wasn't a song you heard on, on Rock 99... Well, that showed my age, didn't it? (laughs) Kevin and Susan know it. It was a song that she heard in church. It was a song she heard in worship. It was a song God gave her. And she was all, if she wasn't praying in the Spirit, she was humming or actually singing to you, and she could not carry anything of a tune. (laughs) I mean, she didn't even care either. She'd sing it as loud as she could. Why? Because she loved God and she was full of the Spirit. Right? She wasn't drunk with wine, but people would have thought she was. That's what they said about all those, Peter and, all those in Acts 2, Peter and all the gang, right? They said, they're drunk. Why? Because they're filled with what you can be excessively filled They're filled with something that will bring love, that will bring peace, that will bring joy, that will will help and bring answers. They're filled with the very thing that not only they needed, but everyone they're going to meet is going to need. Amen? They're filled with the influence of God, and now everywhere they go, they can be an influencer. Amen? And you, and you read the book of Acts, and that's what they did. They went about influencing people. They said, do you know Jesus? No. Yeah, you got to know Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because the love of God shed abroad in their hearts. And they fell head over heels in love with Him. And when you do that, you'll be filled with the Spirit. You'll be, you'll be full of faith full of love. You'll be full of the things that God put in you. And out of that fullness, you'll overflow. Amen? Out of that fullness, you'll overflow into other people's lives. You'll, you'll be put into situations where everything that He put in you can influence others. And, and as we influence them, then they get a hold of it. And they get filled. And they get filled. And people start getting filled with what? The goodness of God the love of God, the mercy of God, the kindness of God, they begin to do things that they wouldn't have done before. You know, I'm going to tell something on myself, and and I know you guys will think I was awful, but I I was awful. I was living in the world. But when I used to go to restaurants, if the waitress wasn't a good waitress, I'd leave her a penny. No, and you know why? This is selfishness. Now, this Dave's dead, okay? If you hit me later, I'm just going to turn the other cheek. I'm just telling you right now. (laughs) But the reason I left them a penny is because I didn't want them to think I forgot to leave a tip. Now, that's mean. That's what the world is. They don't care about other people. Until you know God, until you're influenced by the love of God, Until now if they're bad waitress, I leave them an extra bit of money. I may give somebody $100 that's the worst waitress in the world and then I'll still give the good one 100 too. Why? Because I just want to love them. I want to influence them. I want, to, I, I want them to say, well, why would you do this? Just because I love you. I want you to have a blessed day. Glory to God. And see, I don't care if you have to hear who I was to know who I am. And if it helps somebody, maybe you did that. Don't do that no more. That's what people that are filled with stupid do. People that are filled with the Spirit, they don't do that. People filled with stupid do that. And I was filled to the brim with stupid. And the sad thing is I was getting further away from God. And as you get further away from God, more stupid keeps coming in. Right? Because the further away from God, the more stupid you're getting. And as you get closer to Him, the more love, the more peace, the more joy, the the more acts of God you get to be involved in. Glory to God. Because we begin to love the way He loves. And when we do that, we begin to sing. We begin to speak. We begin to do the things that people that are filled to excess with happy stuff do. Amen. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.